Sometimes the love of your life comes after the mistake of your life. This is your girl Candy Hustle, and you are now tuned in to Dope Chick with Ambition Podcast. February story time is all about love. Hello, 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 V-E. I mean, why not? Because in February, we focus on Black history and Valentine's Day. And when it comes to love, I love every aspect of it. I'm a hopeful romantic, and I will not give up on attracting the love that I desire. So y'all, for this story time, I'm going to talk to you about the craziest thing I did for love. Ciao. <laughs> Now, if you are a dedicated listener, you know I've mentioned how I like bad boys, right? Well, when I was younger, as an adult, you know, I try not to get too jicky with bad boys anymore um, because they typically bring you good times and then it all ends with a heartbreak. So it's like I'm too old to be getting my heart broken. I don't want to go through that again and again and again. So here's my truth. Yeah, I know y'all like my family, so I try to, you know, tell y'all certain things and be transparent because a lot of times we we all go are going through the same things, right? Because we are human. So here's my truth. Oh, I'm so shy. All right. Around this time last year, um, I was gearing up to do one of the craziest things I ever done in my life when it came to love. Um, I was going to get my first love from prison. Child, <laughs> yes, he was locked up for mad years. Um, he had just served like a lengthy prison sentence, and here I am, like, okay, a new batch of niggas is coming home. I got one in a batch, baby. Hype, just foolish, shaking my head at myself. Well, anyway. I consider this the craziest thing because I traveled to go get this man like I crossed state lines. No ring on this finger, just vibes and, and words, right? So it was already risky, right? So he and I connected well before he went in. So it wasn't anything like, oh, I met him while he was down or he just coming home. He's hitting me up. No, we were t- like building before he went in. So... When he went away, I was super sad. Like, he took my virginity and everything, y'all. Yep, he took my virginity. But because I'm a dope chick with ambition, and when he went away, I still had to make my moves, you know? I still had to live life. And we stayed in contact during his whole bid, like, literally daily contact, letters, emails, phone calls, et cetera, et cetera. So I would still go on dates with guys. I had like two false alarms when it came to relationships, y'all. So whenever I would meet somebody, I'm thinking it's about to get serious because I'm big on communicating. I would like hit him up like, hey, I got this guy, you know, I'm dealing with him. We can't talk anymore and I'll be gone. And that happened only like twice during his, you know, long stint in prison. But then I would come back like, it was a false alarm. He was a fuck boy. Or it was a false alarm. He corny. And he would just be like, well, you know, I'm here. Well, obviously you are here. You can't go nowhere. So I say all of that to say, 
I went back each time after, you know, it didn't work. And with the first love, he did not sell me dreams because a lot of times women be like men do prison talk. Ah, ah, ah. He did not do that. Um, but, you know, I still feel like some things could have been more clear as far as the plans he had in mind. So I do want to thank him for not selling me dreams, thinking like, oh, we're going to get married when I come home. We're going to be together. He was never on no clown time like that. Um, so anyway, while I was dating guys, I would never let myself get fully emotionally invested because I wasn't emotionally available due to the fact that I had him like in my heart, right? In the back of my mind and in my heart. So I never wanted to admit to myself that I was waiting on him. Like, one, Candy, you are a dummy if you waiting on the jail, nigga. Two, why wait on the jail, nigga, when it's Freeman out here, right? I was just a fool in love. So I never really admitted to myself that I was waiting for somebody. Anyway, last year around this time, February, I had just booked my flight, got a rental on everything, and I had his welcome home packages in two suitcases, y'all. <laughs> I was going to go get my man. <laughs> so anyway, this is like complete comedy, just saying this out loud. So before he got out, we spoke about his release and how he will be focusing on himself was the most important thing because, you know, the man just did mad years. It would be crazy, super selfish of me to be like, oh, I want a relationship when you come home. I want to be your wife. I want this, da, da, da. So the goal was to build and then see what's up in a year because originally he was supposed to move down here. Like the parole lady came to my apartment, y'all. <laughs> came to my apartment. She looking it out like, oh, okay, this is nice. But nah, he ain't coming down here, sis. <laughs> so they denied his relocation. And at that moment, I should have just ended our chapter. Like I should have just been like, all right, deuces. Um, because the long distance things, they're not for your girl. Like, damn, you already were locked up in another state and now you're getting out, you're free and you're still in a different state. Nah, I can't do it. But my heart got the best of me and I said, okay, let me see what's up, right? Ciao. <laughs> yeah, I put Jesse Butter on his body, get real juicy. So the day comes, I go get him. And baby, when I tell you it was on and popping as a, mm. Now, I come from a smaller city in New York, right? And it's like zero degrees of separation. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody, somebody cousin, somebody auntie, this, this, this. We both cousins, but on different sides. Oh, that's my cousin TT, but she's on the mother's side and I'm on the father's side. It's good and ghetto and small like that. So everyone is connected in some type of way, I swear. And with him being an ex-time, um, ex-big-time drug dealer, he was already super popular with mad baby mamas. Like mad at him. And I'm not going to front. I low-key wish I didn't put myself um, in that situation. But it is what it is. You have to live with, you know, decisions that you made. I'm not going to cry over that. And then also I wish I didn't put what I put on social media. But a bitch was happy. Like I was hype. Like a man who I absolutely adore and I was in love with was coming home after all of these years. So I didn't put too much on Facebook. I put like a little something, but the little something was just too loud, I guess, because motherfuckers was all on my stat. So people started commenting like, I'm happy for you. Oh, but dig this. All I put was like a heart and a date. That's it. Niggas was under my shit like, oh, I, I, I. like, oh, we happy, blah, blah, blah. 
So I'm side-eyeing it like, damn, y'all must know my tea. So because, you know, I'm really private, guys. I don't like to share too much or whatever. Um, I, well, I think I'm a private person. <laughs> but anyway, um, one of his baby mothers even came under my post, y'all. Came under my post and was like, I'm happy for you. But that was her trying to be funny. You know, I ain't holding you to that. If you listen to this and you hear that I highlighted that, yeah, it's a part of the story. It is what it is. I felt the funny vibes. I picked up on it. Um, and I replied back being fake and funny, too. If that's what I, you know, that's how she wanted to carry it. We carried it that way. So I get him and now it's on. So, of course, we do. We do. I'm not going to hold y'all. I'm going to let y'all figure that out. Um, but that fresh alpine <laughs> when i tell you it's no myth <laughs> no myth baby no myth now while all of this is going on the streets are talking and they talking loud when they should only be listening to my podcast don't talk just listen word got around he home and now it's up i had people hitting me that hadn't hit me up in years trying to understand what was what, um, what was going on with he and I. And I gave one exclusive, one person got the deets. I gave her one like interview and that was it, <laughs> right? Interview. And she was like, say less. Because you know, men in prison will talk to many women. That's cool. You know, I'm not going to hold him. I was out here living, doing my thing. I wasn't dumb, you feel me? However, I told you he had mad kids. So because... Um, I have his file. I got, you know, social security number, all that. I'm aware of how many kids he have. I got the kids that's confirmed and I got the kids that's possible. Like, yeah. Um, and so I knew it was like say, seven baby moms, probably eight guys. It's bad. And eight kids, probably nine. Kids. Yeah. He up there with Nick Cannon. Yeah. I don't judge me, but yeah, it is what it is. So anyway, <laughs> I was told one of his baby mothers was doing a countdown on her Facebook, allegedly. And I don't have any beef with anybody. This is just my story. I'm sharing it. So, of course, I didn't see it. And on her page, um, they were saying that she was doing like a countdown. Like, my baby coming home. My baby coming home. Yikes. And tell me why um, the baby mother that had commented, she had went over to that other girl page and said the same thing, like, I'm happy for you. So it was like, wow, you playing both sides, sis. You're not happy for either. you just trying to be in the mix and being uh, being funny, being a funny dude. Um, but that fake love shit is easily detected and never respected. Um, but for them types, I keep my eyes real close to you. I already see you. So now I'm like, wow, everyone is wondering what the fuck am I um, doing? How am I connected to him? Blah, blah, blah. Because, again, I'm a good girl. I like bad guys. But people, are un they were unaware that we were dealing so, <clears throat> y'all, his son, yes, his grown son, he has an adult son. He don't got, like, little kids. He got adult kids. He inboxed me asking me who I was to his pops. And I told him in the most respectful way to holler at his father because, you know, I'm not going to go back and forth with somebody's kid. That's not that's not my, my position, you know. And when his son had inboxed me, he and I was on the phone. You know what I mean? His father and I was on the phone. So I'm like, yo, your son just hit me up. He like, yeah. So all of this is coming at him. This is like his first, second day out. All of this shit is going on. But anyway, so because um, I'm always going to be a respectful person, I'll leave res with respect, especially with someone's children. Um, even his older daughters was calling me saying we really want to speak to our father because he hadn't give out his phone number or anything. So one got slick at the mouth. You know, I, I took that on the chin. It's whatever. They, they emotional. They want, they want their father. He's not saying anything. It's crazy. 
So at that point, I'm like, nah, it's getting too crazy. Go talk to your kids. Because I'm sure his mind was racing. He's trying to figure out everything. Like just 48 hours ago, he was behind a G-Wall. And now he's out and he had to face all of these questions like, who, what, when, where, how, what's going on? So I'm pretty sure it got overwhelming. But, you know, the one thing about candy, I don't do drama. No way. Um, just because my temper not intact like that, it, it would get crazy. So I'm like, okay, yo, I'm always going to stand up my, for myself and set things straight. So... I'm, ass- I'm assuming, you know, he got things under control and now we're going to continue to build. After you talk to them, we go forward or whatever. So now we're approaching a year since he's been home. He's working. Credit's looking good. He's looking amazing. New car. Like, just readjusting the society. And I'm super proud of him. Um, things aren't necessarily going as planned. But that's common when you try to make plans. God's plans will always take place before yours. And so would I do it again? Nah, hell no. Would I ever tell somebody not to do it? Nah, because I think that you have to get your own experiences. You have to, you know, see shit for yourself. And I'm a trial and error type person. You tell me the stove is hot, I'm still going to touch the stove. I need to be burned myself. And that's just how I am. Um, I don't listen to anyone. And I did have like people in my circle saying, nah, can focus on yourself, do this. But I still wanted to see what was going on. So because the thing with men in prison, they have nothing but time. They have time to hit you up. They have time to talk to you. They have time to X, Y, Z. And it also helps them with their mental. So once they come home, things change. And I'm thankful he didn't sell me any dreams. But I do realize a person who grew up, you know, being in a surviving situation or having to survive and a person who grew up in a loving situation is hard to come together. So the person who grew up surviving can't give you the love that you're seeking because they didn't receive that. So it's like, how can I ask you for something that you don't even know how to give, right? So me, I'm doing myself a disservice by seeking something that you can't even pour into me. Um, You know what I mean? Like, he's a good person. You know, we still talk to this day. He's going to hear this. (laughs) And he's probably going to be looking like, oh, because he's super private too. But again, this is my truth. This is my story. And um, I'm a content creator. This is what we do. And so this chapter was, it's very interesting. Um, Am I closing the chapter? Possibly because it may be for the best. Um, I am a healer. I know my gifts. And I know a lot of times I come into people's lives to help them. I don't always get it. Like, God, why would you align me with this person? And then this happens. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Because it feels like I'm not getting anything in return. But I am, and I'll see it eventually. You see what I'm saying? He knows that I'm a very huge asset in his life. I know I'm an asset in his life. And sometimes it's like you can be the right package at the wrong address. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like it is what it is. Um, so that's the craziest thing I did for my for love. That's the story. I took a chance. My heart was involved. Love made me do it. What I learned is prison will change someone. Um, the person I knew before, before like before him doing his bid, he's not the same person. Because if you've done that much time, you are going to change. I'm not saying he's changed for the bad, but it's, you're just going to change. Your perspective may be different. Um, energies may not match. You feel what I'm saying? So I don't hold any ill feelings in my heart towards him or anything. It's just more or less like I had to see and that, and I saw, and it's like, it is what it is. So a lot of patience and understanding will be required when you are dealing with the dude that just came home. Um, they are trying to readjust and still find themselves. 
a lot of times it won't be communicated and therefore issues will arise. Um, so prevent from causing yourself stress and them stress. Just remove yourself. And if it's all meant to be, y'all be together. He'll spin the block. You'll spin the block. You know, if it's meant to be, it's going to come together. So that's my craziest thing I did for love story. That's it. I don't know if I'm going to give y'all anything more deep again like that ever because that was a lot. But this is also like therapy for me. Um, when I when I tell y'all certain things, I like to, you know, have a record of it and then look back like, girl, a year ago you was doing this. And then a year ago you was doing that. Now look at you. You feel me? If any of you need advice um, and we have similar stories, please don't be afraid to DM me at Dope Chick with Ambition. I would definitely respond. Um, and that's pretty much it. So that was the... Story time for February. I do hope you have a wonderful uh, March as we're entering the next month. Can you believe this year is going by so fast? Anyway, this is your girl, Candy Hustle. And thank you for tuning in to Dope Chick with Ambition podcast. Mwah. Yeah.